Hi, welcome to this Property Life podcast. My name is Mark Winship. I'm a property investor, coach, and mentor. I'm flying solo this week, and in this bite-sized episode, I'm talking about the five things that I love about serviced accommodation. I started out investing in HMOs in the Northwest and the Midlands, but since launching our serviced accommodation business three years ago, we haven't looked back. We've combined service accommodation with a number of different property investment strategies, including buy, refurbish, refinance, rent to rent, B&B conversion, developments and hotels. And I often get asked why I get so excited about SA as a strategy. So here are the five things that I love the most about serviced accommodation. first thing I love about serviced accommodation is the flexibility. It's a very versatile strategy and the likelihood is that there will be an area close to where you live where there is a demand for short stay accommodation. So compare that to other property investment strategies where you often have to travel all across the country to find an area where the yield and return on investment make it worthwhile. There's also a misconception that serviced accommodation only really works in glamorous city centre penthouse apartments or luxury holiday villas by the sea. The reality is that there are a range of different sectors that need access to short stay accommodation from contractors and corporate guests to holiday makers and people between house moves. It never ceases to amaze me the variety of guests that book to stay in our units and the reasons that they have for staying. We've got terraced houses, detached houses, apartments and blocks that all work really well. The key is to identify a target market for your chosen area and focus on providing for the needs of that particular sector. The second thing I love about serviced accommodation is no nightmare tenants. Anyone that has been a buy-to-let or HMO landlord for any period of time will more than likely have experienced issues with a tenant who causes damage at the property or doesn't pay the rent. Dealing with these issues can be costly and can often take a very long time. The beauty of serviced accommodation is that we deal with guests and not tenants. Nobody that stays in any of our serviced accommodation units benefits from tenant rights, so no drawn-out eviction process or costly legal fees if we run into issues. If we do get a troublesome guest, and it does happen occasionally, then we can usually rest safe in the knowledge that they will be gone within a couple of days. And the bottom line is, if they do breach their terms and conditions, then they can be removed from the property immediately. The third thing I love about serviced accommodation are the tax advantages. Recent governments have made things quite hostile for private landlords in recent years. The changes to the Section 24 tax law, for example, mean that landlords can no longer write off their lending costs against tax. In effect, buy-to-let and HMO landlords are now taxed on their gross income as opposed to their net income. And many are now feeling the pinch with cash flow that's all but evaporated. The good news is that serviced accommodation income is currently exempt from these Section 24 changes, meaning that all lending costs can be written off against tax. Not only that, but in some circumstances, a property that you have renovated or converted into serviced accommodation can also benefit from capital allowances. This is a tax-free allowance based broadly on the value of the second fixed installations at the property, which can mean that you can earn income from the property tax-free. The fourth thing I love about service accommodation is no planning headaches. 
To change the use of a property often involves a full planning application. In some circumstances, this can be done under permitted development, but not always. A normal residential house has the planning use class of C3. The beauty of service accommodation is that C3 is often a suitable planning use class for service accommodation, assuming that you're renting out the whole property, i.e. not room by room. So no protracted planning applications and associated delays and uncertainty. The fifth thing I love about service accommodation is the opportunity to get creative. Service accommodation is not a passive investment strategy. In fact, it's not really a property investment strategy at all. It can be combined with property investment strategies like buy, refurbish, refinance, developments and rent to rent. But it's important to realize that by starting out in service accommodation, you are launching a hospitality business. There are lots of ways to systemize and automate, automate your business, but the opportunity for entrepreneurship and service within service accommodation happens to be one of the things I most love about this strategy. Trust me, there's no better feeling than when your phone buzzes to let you know that you've had another juicy booking or when a guest leaves you another five-star review. There's also plenty of scope to get your creative juices flowing with interior design and crafting a personalized guest experience. So those were the five things I love the most about serviced accommodation. If I've piqued your interest and you'd like to find out more about this exciting strategy, why not head over to the Property Wealth System community on Facebook? You can connect with me and a host of other active investors, many of whom are achieving extraordinary results in the world of serviced accommodation. Thanks for listening and I will catch you on the next episode.